Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of my podcast, the Ersatz Era Podcast. I haven't made an episode in a few days. I don't know why that is necessarily, but I found that I kind of lacked some ideas. I found that like as I was making more more and more episodes, because I was on a roll, I was making them like every single day. But I felt that I just needed to take some time to realign with myself get my manifestation straight, refocus my attention so that I can provide you guys with the absolute best insights, the absolute best lessons that I've been learning and stuff. So I don't really want to be on a roll and then deliver something that I don't fully believe in. So I would really rather take the time to get back in tune with myself and come back to you guys when I have valuable content to deliver. So in this episode... I'm going to be talking about, sorry, your parents, specifically my experience with being raised by a single dad and how that affected me growing up, how it molded me into who I am, the benefits, the cons of it all. And I think that a lot of you will find very relatable content within this because as I can imagine, not all of our families are perfect. You know, growing up, you have some struggles that you deal with. And I feel like sometimes our parents play a big factor in that. So I would just want to start off this episode by saying that growing up, the one thing you want, like as a child, and that I wanted when I was a kid, and that, like I said, a lot of us want is. We want our parents to be proud of us. And some of us will go to great extents to do that. You know, I have my own experience with this, which I'll get into, but I think it's pretty universal to say that, yeah, you want to make your mom proud. You want to make your dad proud. You want that validation from your parents. You You just want them to love you and be proud of you, you know. And what I've learned recently and at the time I wasn't very conscious of this, is that sometimes the extent to which we want our parents to be proud of us and the things that we are willing to do will oftentimes come at the expense of our own self-expression. And as I've gotten older and as now I live by myself, I can see this in my past. I can see this in my relationship with my dad. Um, When my parents separated and, you know, I moved in with my dad and my dad got custody of me and my sister. So it was definitely, compared to living with my mom, it was an upgrade. So I was extremely grateful from the time where I was like 11 to the time where I was about 19. So for about eight years, I was feeling extremely grateful for the opportunity to live with my dad. Because in comparison to living with my mom, it was like the best thing ever and I was so grateful for it. But in retrospect now, at the time, it did have its cons. And I was raised in this by a single parent who was a man. So I feel that I was raised really in the masculine energy. And the situation I'm in right now is that I'm trying to get back in tune with that feminine energy and that feminine side to myself 
because when I was with my dad, I found that one, I would wear clothes that was like more conservative because I thought that like my dad would shame me if I wore like a skirt that was too short or like if I wore clothes that were too revealing. So I would definitely in my style um, hinder and just kind of block my own self-expression when I was living with my dad, when I was living with my parents. Another thing I did was I would overachieve, really, and I would do, literally, it felt like everything just to make my dad happy. Like, I did this, I, I believe, subconsciously. I wasn't very conscious of it. It was mostly like, I want to get good grades. I want to go to the best school ever. I want to go to NYU, whatever it was, because I know that, like, my family's going to be so proud of me if I do that. You know, now I care a lot less about what my family, what my parents have to say about the decisions that I make in my life because I know that as long as I'm happy, that's all that matters and my parents should accept me for whatever it may be, whatever I decide to do in my life. And if they don't, then I'm definitely going to need to limit that. And that's already something that I've been doing um, because I just felt that I was really raised in, you know, in that masculine energy. My dad wouldn't let me cry. I remember, I don't want to get too deep into it, but like certain occasions I would start crying and all I wanted in that moment was like sympathy from my parents and I never really got that because my dad wouldn't really take me seriously when I cried. He was just like, stop acting like that. Like just suck it up and like stop crying, stop being the baby. And I was really raised on that. I was raised on work hard for what you want, chase, chase, chase. Um, which I think, in retrospect, that kind of helped me develop that strong work ethic. But now that I'm getting more in tune with the more feminine side of my personality, which I believe was very suppressed for a long time, like I said before. And I, I was thinking about this, like, this entire week. But um, I was really raised on that, like, work hard for what you want mentality. And I think that that established hard work ethic in me where it's like, if I want something, I don't think I'm going to give up until I get it. <coughs> um, the feminine side of it, though, is obviously work hard for what you want, but it comes to a certain point, my friends, where you just got to put the work down and feel good with yourself, feel good with your body, feel good with your mind, take care of the foods that you're eating, nurture yourself and your body, your mind, all of that. That is like the feminine side of things. And I feel like having a good balance of, you know, having hard work ethic, like waking up early and getting work done, doing that, that's the first thing you take care of, to unwinding you know, making yourself a dinner, take making, I like making myself hot chocolates and like going to watch 90 Day Fiance now. Um, I remember in the past, I would just over consume work related content where it was like, that's all my phone is, you know, my, my phone is, I used to work online with Depop. So it was like, I wake up, I take care of this one part of the business and then I'm on to marketing and then I'm on to sourcing and then I'm on to, um, more marketing, shipping, doing all of that. 
And that was all really me just being like in the masculine energy, wanting to grow my business so much so that my dad would finally accept what I was doing for a living. And that's one of the reasons why I like really quit Depop is that I had this realization that because me and my dad um, kind of bonded over thrifting, we really like uh, just the idea of like the things that you can find and like the, you know, it's really, thrifting is really fun for us. We had a great time doing it. So it was, Depop was a great way where, where I sold clothes, used clothes online. It was just a great way for me and my dad to bond me to make good money and I was proud of myself but the reason that I ended it was because you know I realized that do I really enjoy this or is it just a way for me to make my dad proud is this just another way for me to do that and I kind of got burnt out with Depop I fell out of love with it and I felt that that phase of my life had ended so I decided that I was going to go into something that was exciting for me and that was you know travel going into the travel industry and now I'm doing podcasts somehow the travel thing turned into a podcast I don't really know how but I do believe that I can serve a lot more people through the podcast so I'm not too uh, mad about that outcome and Like I said before, I just really want to go back to the idea that sometimes um, trying to make our parents happy is going to come at the expense of your own self-expression, your own decisions, um, all of this stuff. And I think that a lot of us have problems with it. You know, sometimes if somebody is gay, they don't want to be fully themselves because they're afraid of what their parents are going to think. Or somebody that wants to drop out of college. They're also afraid of what the parents are going to think. If they take that risk, if they go start that business, you know, what is my family going to think about me? And for a while, I went through that. Where I dropped out of college. I told my family, I'm going to go back. I swear, like, I'm just going to take some time to work on my business. And this is when I was living at home. So I dropped out of college And my dad was constantly shaming me for it and saying things like, you know, I'm just lazy, I don't like working hard, I think, you know, just being super toxic about it and just negative. And what I've noticed, and if you're going through the same thing, if your parents won't accept your dreams, your goals, who you are as a person, like, you need to move the fuck out. Because that's a hard environment to be in for your own mental health, too, you know, why would you put yourself in the situation where where you walk into the door of your family's home? You know you're just, like, negativity is going to hit you in the face. Versus living on your own in a place that's maybe not as nice. Maybe it's more shitty. Maybe you just run a room. However, you know that that room you can cultivate to be a positive environment. And one where you can fully express yourself one where you can do whatever the fuck you want and not have to walk into your parents' home and constantly be bombarded with negativity and you can't do this or you can't wear that. That's how I felt. And when I moved out in January, I just felt so much more at peace. 
and like I can't even describe to you guys like you I think until you experience it until you move out on your own until you like limit the time that you spend with your family if you realize that they're not supporting you in your dreams they're not you know being there for you and accepting of who you are like I mentioned to you guys before I am somebody that has always loved dressing like girly I don't know why. I love just like girly shit and I feel like it doesn't really match my personality because like I said, I was raised on that really like masculine energy where it's like work hard, you know, go after what you want, never cry. Um, What else? Just this kind of like masculine, very like in my masculine energy, you know, and I realized all that I wanted to do was fucking wear skirts, wear like the cutest outfits, date boys, you know, express myself in my fashion. And I wasn't fully able to do that raised by a single dad because my dad was like really protective of me, you know, just didn't want to see me get hurt or, you know, be sexually harassed, whatever it may be. So... I do understand that it didn't come from a fully negative place. However, it's like I should be able to express myself however I want. And that's really what I've been learning uh, recently. And I want to go back to the idea that I simply went to college to make my parents happy, which is not okay. And... I find that some people, I, I've read, I read comments on TikTok all the time. People are like, yeah, I would drop out, but my, like, my family wants me to go to college. It's like, okay, but do you want to go to college? What do you want to do? I feel like people don't ask themselves this enough. And it kind of, it blows my mind because it's like, put yourself first. What do you want out of your life? Don't think about what your parents want for you. Think about what you want. And... I think when you reach that level of freedom where you can decide what you want, don't care what your parents are going to think, what your friends are going to think, whatever, you know, decide what you want and then just go for it. You know, there's different ways to achieve that, whether you start small, whether you simply move out, that's a great step in the right direction or you drop out of college or you finally come out to some people because you've always wanted to do that or... Um, you start a business, whatever it is, or you travel, whatever it is, you want to break up with someone, do it, you know? Um, because once you're free of what you think other people are going to think, what your parents are going to think, especially this episode is really about breaking yourself free from your parents and especially, I can't speak on everyone because some people have amazing supportive parents. Some people have parents that, you know, they homeschool them and they make learning fun. I know a lot of people go to college and they hate what they're learning. They don't even like learning and learning isn't supposed to be that way. Learning should make you excited. You should be able to Learn about a topic that excites you and that you just want to share with everyone else. Because life is also just about learning. And when I was in college, I felt like I was wasting my own time. I was wasting the professor's time 
because I walk in completely out of it, you guys, in a different fucking world mentally, where it was like, yeah, I'm going to college because, like, my dad wants me to go to college and my family just expects it out of me. No, I don't really want to be here. All I want to do is go to the gym and eat some good fucking food and talk to my boyfriend. That's really all I want to do, you know? And at this time, I also lacked my own knowledge of myself, knowing what I liked, knowing my drive. I did believe for a while, I feel like the school system rewards you constantly, you know? And this episode is turning more into like a college thing too, but I feel like the the school system rewards you um, constantly, whether it's through a test, whether it's through a paper. You're constantly being like, if you're a good student, you're constantly being rewarded. You get that A, you get that good grade, you know, you can go home and show it to your parents, like, I'm a great student, whatever the fuck it may be. But when you get out of that system and when you get into life and you try to build something for yourself, you're going to be constantly hit in the face with, like, (coughs) sorry, mistakes. Mistake after mistake after mistake. Not necessarily mistake, but failure. And ever since I dropped out of college to work on my business and something that is very particular to entrepreneurship is that like I'm constantly being hit in the face of failure that I'm not too scared of it anymore because I think faith is super important to have. But also it's like life isn't that way. Like college is so unlike what life is actually like. And I say this because it's like, I dropped out and I'm trying to grow my business. I was trying to grow my business uh, to a scale um, that was bigger than what I imagined I could handle. And it was like, I'm trying this new strategy and marketing and I'm trying this new uh, method of organization. I tried this new strategy, I failed. I tried to post this video online so that it would blow up and blow up my business, but it failed. And I turned, in terms of marketing, I went through a lot of failures and in college it's kind of just like you know you know that if you do well in that paper you'll be reinforced emotionally and mentally that you you're doing a good job in life but life is not like that you know what I mean that's so unlike what real life is like I was really quiet for a second there, but that is just, it just hits me so hard how off the school system is because, you know, you're not going to get a sticker every time you pass a vocab test in life. Like you can know all the vocab words you want. You can come out of college, you can know pages full of like medical terms, but what, what is, what good is that going to do for you? You didn't learn how to get a job. You didn't learn how to be happy, how to be at peace with yourself. You didn't learn how to eat properly. You didn't learn how to work out properly. You didn't learn how, like, how to take care of yourself. You didn't learn about you. And I think that's the most important takeaway is learning about yourself, what you want, asking yourself, what do I want out of my life? And knowing that you can really just have that. If you want a life where you're um, 
a doctor, more power to you because doctors are essential to us and stuff. But like learning doesn't have to be miserable. And I find that this is really for the people who are in college to make their parents happy. People that, you know, are doing are living for other people. If you know what you want out of your life, that's great for you and I'm really happy for you. But if you're somebody that's still living because you think this is what other people want out of you, you're wasting your time. And I find, in my opinion, college was an extreme big fat waste of time for me. And I know a lot of people can relate to this a lot more than are willing to admit it. Not a lot of people will say that because they don't want to be that outlier. They don't want to lose the security of not going to college. That's how I felt for a while, but it's like a false sense of security, really. Because nowadays, everything's online. If you take time off from school and you learn how to make money online, like, you're set for life. You know, you don't really need school unless you're going to be, like, a a lawyer or um, whatever, unless your, your career needs it, like, you can make a living out of anything. I was thinking about this the other day. You can make a living out of being a fucking mermaid. Really think about it, you guys. If I, if I woke up one day and I was like, I want to be a mermaid for a living, that's my fucking career. I can find a way to be a mermaid for a career. You know why? Because... I can go to, like, some amusement park and they're like, hey, we're looking for a full-time mermaid actress that wears a tail all day and, like, entertains people. Like, some people are fucking Prince Charming at Disneyland for a living when you really think about it. I can be a mermaid for a living if I wanted to. I can just, like, get a tail designed, do my hair, do my makeup, obviously, get all that shit done, go to, like, Crystal Cove and make TikToks, and people love that. I feel like people would actually watch that because it's like, look at this crazy bitch at Crystal Cove with her mermaid tail making thousands of dollars, making so much more money than somebody that went to college for eight years. And it's not really... I I don't want to sound like I'm hating on people that go to college. I really just hate the college system. I think that's where really, like, the the resentment is coming from to where, like, the school system is so fucked up and, like, has fucked with us so much, really, when you think about it. That's for another episode, though. I don't want to rant for too long, but if you want to be a mermaid for a living, like, do it. Ask me how you can do it, and I will literally fucking tell you because it's possible. If you want to be Superman for a fucking living, do it, and I am going to be your number one cheerleader. I'm not even kidding. Whatever you want to be out of your life, if you decide that's your highest, that's your best thing you want to do, like, I fully believe in you and I think that you can do it. And I'll help you come up with creative ways to achieve that because I think that everyone should just be happy in what they want to do with their fucking life. And no one should tell you what you can or cannot do. I'm done ranting. Um, If you or someone you know needs to hear this, Please share this on your Instagram stories, please. It helps me a lot. It helps me rant more for purposes of ranting and inspiring people to live their best life. So please share this online with your friends. 
Send this to a family member. No, don't send this to a family member, actually. Actually, send this to a family member. Send this to somebody who you think is going to really enjoy this episode. Send this to someone who wants to be a mermaid for a living, who wants to be a Disney princess, who wants to be a snail. Whatever. Whatever, you know. Yeah. Snail, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode. I hadn't made an episode in a while, so this was my <coughs> return episode. Um, yeah. Bye. You guys know I travel pretty often, and my go-to hotel chain is the Citizen M Hotels. The reason why I keep going back is for their king-size beds, amazing views, and the ability to control your entire room straight from your phone. They just opened new locations in Los Angeles and San Francisco. However, my personal favorite are the Seattle and New York locations. A lot of you have asked me what hotel I stayed at in Seattle because it was so beautiful from all the pictures I posted, and that is the Citizen M Hotel. So if you're looking for affordable luxury designed for the modern traveler, check out the Citizen M Hotels using the link in my description.